Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I'm so excited to be here on this fine Tuesday morning. Today we are getting into the Word of God. We are starting a conversation. I hope y'all are ready. I want you to grab your coffee, grab your tea. If you're driving, please be safe and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays, everyone. How are you guys doing? Long time, no talk. This is our first episode back. You know, it's been a while, but don't worry. We got a special, special guest on the line. I got a fellow PK just like me on the line. Literally took forever to get him on here because he's a busy, busy man of God. Oh, we finally got him. I have... Asher Plange on the line. How are you doing today? Hey, Comfort. I'm good. I'm good. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for making the time to be on here. Um, so today, everyone, we have a special, special episode for you. But before we get into it, I want you to just introduce yourself a little bit. Just tell us a little bit about you, if that's okay. Yeah. So uh, name is Asher Plange. Uh, born in Ghana, lived in Massachusetts for a majority of my life, though. Mm. And I'm uh, just a young man trying to love God well and, and let people know about Jesus. Um, passionate for the youth, passionate for my generation, the generations to come, um, and just making the power of God uh, really known um, through evangelism, through music, and honestly, however else God wants to do it. So that's Perfect. me in a nutshell, I think. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And also, we met through Yam Ministry. He's also a part of that as well. Do you want to just speak a little bit about it for those that don't know? Oh, yeah, we did. We did. Uh, So Yam is a youth empowerment ministry. Uh, Basically, I I think the name says it all, where our our goal is to um, empower people to live for God and to fulfill their purpose, right? Empower people Mm. to fulfill divine purpose. And so we do that through... Uh, monthly conference calls, campus ministry, and then uh, two pretty big um, events. Uh, one is our summer program, and it's themed yep. every year, so there's a different theme. And then our uh, like end-of-year program, if you will, called Prayer Investment. So, yeah. Perfect, perfect. And I've been to all of those um for the mojo like for the most part it's been amazing lots of empowerment like you don't leave the same so y'all need to check it out um so comfort, today, you skipped you skipped some comfort i did you did you definitely don't, skipped some of the events or that's crazy don't put me on blast like that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> uh, so i maybe i didn't skip all of them but i was there for some of them okay guys i was there look at the pictures so today we have a great topic we have a topic on evangelism and this is like this is the part that um i want you to just enlighten us a little bit i want y'all to take your notes you know get your papers and pens write things down because you're about to receive gems okay so today the first question i want to give you just to start off is when you hear the word evangelism like what comes to mind um what is it just enlighten us a little bit on what that word means yeah, for sure. I think um, words, you know, can be complicated and complex. And then when you go to scripture, also you might get like another variation of a of a definition. But oh yeah, uh, even when you look in the dictionary, right, it says like zealous advocacy of a mm. cause. Period. Yes. Um, and so when we apply that to faith in Christianity, it's it's basically zealous advocacy of the gospel, right? Mm. The spreading of 
the Christian gospel yes, yes. Um, through preaching and personal witnessing, testimony, and however else, um, you, you know, God sees fit for you to share the gospel, the good news. Perfect. And how is evangelism, like, explain to our listeners what it is, especially to our generation today, because things have changed over the years. So specifically to our generation, like, what is it? Is it, does it still hold the same definition now? Mm. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's a deep question. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the, the mission and goal of evangelism doesn't change, right? Like yeah. our, our assignment has not changed. It's still to uh, know Jesus and make Jesus known. However, yes, yes. you know, with the uh, evolution of technology and um, even for better or worse, right? Evolution of technology and then the, the resources that are more accessible now than they were in the past year. So whether that's like even clothing brands, Christian apparel, right? It's that's probably true. easier to start that stuff now and perpetuate the gospel. However, we also have different kinds of restrictions in the world now, right? With, mm. Within schools. Within, oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, within the workplace. So um, I think that's how it's changed. But um, with the advancement of technology and some of the resources we can leverage now, uh, they're just different avenues, right? They're just more ways to spread the gospel. And like I said, the, the assignment hasn't changed. Um, just the way we do it um, has probably more innovation around it now. Do you believe it's a good thing or is it a little too advanced for us now? Because <laughs> it's things are moving fast, like with the AI stuff. It's just a lot going chat on. GPT, like, chat, yeah. like it's crazy. Like the chat GPT can literally write a sermon for you if you want. Right. So like, yeah. do you think it's just moving a little too fast? How can we actually use it in the right you know, way? Yeah, I think, I think God knew <laughs> that this mm. time in the world would happen. True right? that, true so, that, yeah. Yeah, so even in my sphere right now, like, it, it's exciting to know that God knew there would be all these counterfeits, there would be all mm. these different ways to manipulate media, there would be all these yep, ways to yep. manipulate and take advantage of technology. And so it makes me believe that God has a plan and it's Amen. bigger than anything we could imagine, mm, right? The, yes, yes. the people who are, are faking it are going to get exposed because there's going to be a remnant of people, a generation who have the real power, Amen. who have the That's real message, right. yes, you yes. know, who are using technology to advance the gospel in, in a, a, a way that only God could inspire, you yes, know? So yes. it, it, it I don't think it's for better or worse, for lack mm. of a better phrase, but like God is very much aware of what's happening and what tools now are at his disposal too. So it's exciting. So then does that give us more faith um, in technology? Should that like kind of give us more faith in technology that, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's just God knows yeah. the, the plan altogether. Exactly. I think people get like scared, right? Every time yeah. something's new, it's like, nah, let's not go there. But same especially thing happened parents. with radio. Mm -hmm. Especially our parents. Some of them What's not that? from this country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What's that? I've been running a mock though. Oh, so. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So, so then not to cut you off, but um, what do you think we can do in using our various platforms to kind of 
push out the gospel a little bit and just spreading it more effectively because I see a lot of people mm-hmm. using their platforms for you know various things um and it's not about just posting a scripture because I think a lot yeah. of people are kind of doing that and thinking that oh yeah you know I'm spreading the gospel through one scripture but then the life that they're living outside of their yeah. social media platform <laughs> it doesn't kind it, it doesn't correlate so what do you mm-hmm. believe um can we do like what can we do with our various platforms to spread the gospel effectively yeah i think honestly you 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 took the words out of my mouth like you have (laughs) to let your your life run parallel on your Mm, platform right like let your (laughs) let your platform life mimic your real life if it's good right Mm, and vice versa so you you don't want to be someone else uh where essentially you're you're talking the talk but you're not walking the walk Mm, right and yes. so your, your your life let's say off the stage um gives your life on the stage credibility so if you're living some shambolic oh, wow. lifestyle doing <laughs> yeah only god knows what and you come and you're on the platform and you know the the same platform that you know is elevating you uh it is also <laughs> gonna expose you you Ooh, know can you you're, repeat that please yeah, I don't. I'm not even sure if I can, but like the same platform <laughs> is that what yeah. I said that yeah. that elevates you would be the same platform that exposes, exposes you. It. Jeez, yes, yeah, that is so. so true. And we're seeing that with a lot of ministers. You know, a lot of things are coming out from 2020 and stuff. Like a mm. lot of things were coming out of um different ministers, the lives that they were actually living. So y'all want to yeah. make sure that you know the lifestyle you're living on the social media platforms kind of looks like the same thing. Um, yeah. so then, and I get, and I, yeah. I think even one more thing though about platforms is, oh, yeah. um, like you were saying, it's not just about posting a scripture, right? Exactly. But it's, it's, it's like living your, your real life, life as a Christian. Mm. Um, and then when someone asks, I think the Bible says like, well, be prepared, right. To answer why, mm-hmm. um, you have the hope that you have. Yeah. And so yes. when, when people see you going through it on social media and they message you like, Oh, I hope you're all right. And this mm-hmm. is that. And you and you respond with, yes, God got me. This is what I've been praying for. And he's been coming through. That is evangelism. Mm. Right. So yes, it, yes. it's not about it's not about being a preacher on, you know, Instagram, but being mm-hmm. yourself. And when you're inquired about like, you know, who you are, you let them know what Jesus has done for you. Oh, I love that. To you. I love that. Be yourself. What about someone that's struggling to be their self on social media? Because it's a tough they're a little yeah. judgmental on there like what can they do yeah I, I think this day and age everyone can create their own platform yeah and that might not necessarily be great right exactly but i think for for the people who are struggling to be themselves get off to be honest right <laughs> honestly like, <laughs> take a break yeah get to yeah get to know jesus get to know yes, who you are yes. the bible says that in him we live move and have our being which means to even to even get to know who you are you have to get to know who he is and who he's made you to be um and yeah and once you once you get that you solidify your identity in christ and you get to know who he is to you you find out what he wants from you Mm. right you find out your assignment and not everyone's assignment is to be the next ig mega pastor <laughs> right and true, so it's true. not it, yeah like social media is not by force like you don't it's have really not. to it's really <laughs> you know, not you don't have to 
Oh right. my goodness. I love that. And in him, we find ourselves. So what about like a mm. Christian? What about someone that's just new to the faith? They want to get into this family of being a Christian and the Christendom, but they don't know where to start. Can you give them like mm. a small, you know, idea of where to start? Yeah, I think um, whoever led you to Christ, right? Um, mm. Find them. Um, oh, and yes. if it wasn't, if it wasn't any one person, it was divine encounter, find a Bible believing church, meet their leadership. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. And, and, and be humble and, and willing enough to be um, taught, right. To be yes. um, discipled, if you will, and then get accountability, like get Christian friends. I think that's one thing our generation talks about sometimes, but we don't really do when we talk about exactly. accountability. Yes. It's not, yeah, it's not about like going to your friend and letting them know what you've done, mm. right? But it's about going to your friend and saying, this is what I'm thinking about doing and then subjecting yourself to their opinion, their advice and mm. their wise counsel. Yes. That's accountability. It's not this post activity of like, now I feel bad, let me tell you what I did. <laughs> But like, can can we prevent you from doing what, what you wanted to do? Can we put some checks and balances in exactly. place? So I think that's what we need, especially for uh, new believers, because you, you don't know what kind of struggles you're, uh, you know, you're potentially still fighting or holding on to that. Um, you need some guidance and counseling and, you know, some good love. Yes, to just help you resolve. yes, yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Accountability, not just speaking about accountability, but yeah. actually finding Let's do it for real. Honestly, having people that can speak and pour into you. Um, so then I have a question for you. So who is qualified to become an evangelist, an evangelist or um, who is qualified to evangelize? A lot of people think, you know, there are certain rules that you must follow. You must mm. be a pastor, seminary student. Um, some of us <laughs> that went to Bible school, like it, it's not all that, but yeah. you got to be a youth leader. Like who can evangelize? <laughs> Who's qualified to do that? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a very good question. I think uh, it's simple, really. Anyone who knows Jesus, if you become a witness of, <laughs> yes. of something Christ has done in your life, you've given your life over, you are a candidate. The Bible calls us uh, ambassadors in Second Corinthians yes. chapter 5. And it's like, once you are saved, he gave us a ministry called reconciliation. So once mm -hmm. you got saved, you also got employed and you also <laughs> got appointed to go and do that same work. The Bible says, uh, do the work of the evangelist. And yes. he's talking to us, like all, all of, us. of you who mm -hmm. now know me, go and do this work, get this done. Literally, you got an interview right when you got saved. <laughs> now, <laughs> exactly. now it's time for you to come on, get to work, get to work. Right. right. So what about those that, you know, they see the youth leaders doing all the work and they're just a little mm. afraid to, you know, step into the forefront. What can you, what advice do you have for them? What advice for someone who's afraid? Um, I feel like sometimes when we're afraid, it's because we're, we're not prepared to be Ooh. honest with you, comfort. Sheesh. Yeah. One of my, my fathers in the faith says preparation powers performance. Ooh. And the Bible talks about to also being uh, prepared to, you know, I think I said it earlier to for, to give an answer for why you're hopeful. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you, you'll find that once you're prepared for something, you're not as afraid anymore. 
right? True, like, yes, yeah, there's, there's probably a bunch of spiritual activity that's going on that um, can contribute to that. But the Bible says he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. So that's mm. number one. You walk yes. in that truth, right? And then you combine that with preparation. Um, mm. I, I think it's funny. Sometimes people think like sp spontaneity and like spontaneous things just happen but like they don't actually just happen they the people who are good at managing spontaneous um situations or like random occurrences where you have to share the gospel mm -hmm. or you know you're called to lead prayer or preach they've been doing it somewhere in private that you oh, didn't yes. see that that god has now shined a light on them to do it in public mm -hmm. it's essentially like you're you're building a back right like yeah. you're 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 practicing in private. You're getting to understand what God has done in your life, who he is, why we should come to Christ. You're, you're practicing how to talk to people, um, thinking about different scenarios, and you're building a bag because the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit, he will bring to remembrance. Yes. Right. He yes. will bring to remembrance, mm -hmm. which means you've thought of it before. You've heard it mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. You've had some kind of relationship with, yes. with whatever the message is, and he will remind you, yes. and then you'll be able to navigate those spaces but it's in that preparation what you mm -hmm. do in the quiet time what do you who do you know jesus to be privately before yes, you go out publicly yes. wow i love that i really do because a lot of times i don't know if you've done this back in school when we didn't know christ like that you wouldn't study <laughs> for a test and then you pray like god i pray that exactly. you know i do well on a test but you have Is not it? studied <laughs> Bro, listen, some of us have been disappointed thoroughly, thinking that that an angel is going to take our exam for us. And then Imagine. God tells you, like, guy, what kind of life are you what, trying to live, What my are guy? you doing? Like, What are you doing? <laughs> I remember just praying because I went to North High. One of my big tests, I was like, God, I need you to pull through. And then <laughs> later on, I'm like, what is he pulling through? I never studied. So, right. like, there's nothing there. So what you do in <laughs> private is really what kind of um sets public. the tone exactly so then i have another question for you i know i got lots of questions y'all i yeah. hope you guys are writing things down because once in a lifetime i might not get <laughs> so y'all better write things down so um as a fellow pk uh, we love the office of being a pk don't you love it it's great isn't yeah, it that's it. it's special that's it that's, it. that's special <laughs> It's really special. I, he's trying to be, you know, <laughs> modest. But um, have you experienced um, as a PK, has your experience being a PK um, changed your view on how the church is equipping our youth today to evangelize? Um, because when we are PKs, I feel like we have such a, like, we have sort of like a tunnel vision. Like, we only see things mm. from that perspective. But do you mm. think that the church is doing the, their best in equipping mm. our youth to evangelize um, the gospel truth? Mm. I feel like every generation has this question. Yeah. Where it's like, mm -hmm. are, are we doing enough? How do we get the youth, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah. it's only, like, in the present where... I feel like sometimes we're so hard on ourselves and so, Honestly. you know, beating ourselves down. But you have to realize, like, this is this is an age old question. How do we get young people? Because the devil's mm -hmm. also after young people. Yeah. Um, yes. And so I, I do think the church is trying. Right. Like we're doing the best with with what we know at the time. Definitely. Um, for, for, you know, for the churches who are giving the youth and young adults opportunity and they're intentional about 
raising them up and um, finding out what their issues are and catering to them. Um, but I think, like you said, as a, as a PK, you have a, a very different perspective where you get to know probably some of the ins and outs of like church, yes, like the nuances yes. of church behind the scenes, what's the happening stress. to me, mm -hmm. the, str the stress, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, the, the, <laughs> all those behind the scenes. And so yeah. you know what it takes for uh, a man or woman to stand behind a pulpit and preach knowing true, what they've true. just been through and, you know, what it takes to run a church. But then as a youth and a young adult, you also understand that there could be a gap between the oh, life yes. um, and the desires of, of these kids or youth and young adults rather, um, and where we want them to be. Right? Mm, and, yeah. and understanding what the, let's say your pastoral team or your leadership in church um, wants for the youth and young adults, you essentially have to be become a bridge right because mm -hmm. you have that perspective you have True. the perspective of hey this is where we would like to plug you in at some point when you you know hopefully you're on fire for jesus these are the yes, of ministry yes. type of thing but then also you have that perspective of all right i'm i've been in your shoes i've been there done that type of thing literally um, and so you right and so you can relate and um communicate effectively uh what the, your leadership is essentially trying to communicate and then vice versa. You communicate to your leadership what the youth and young adults um, heart and mind and, and issues really are. I love that. And I feel like also we need to stop kind of being so hard on the church. Like they've been through a lot. Like, bro, they're trying. <laughs> they're really trying out here. Like Jesus was trying. The church back then was trying. Like we all <laughs> are trying. I feel like we need to give mm -hmm. each other grace. Each generation, like, just give each other grace. Each we need to have like a meeting where everyone just high fives each other. Like, exactly. It's like, like sing some kumbaya. You like you really trying. That's it. Like, <laughs> Sometimes at church, I'm like, a lot of the youth are like, oh, they don't understand me. But I'm like, they've been there. It may be different yeah. times, but they've been there. Let's just have grace for one another. But I love what you mm. said. So then what is an advice? Adv do you have any advice for any young leaders out there? Any young, you know, youth kids out there? I have a range of different people that listen. So mm. any advice for them? Yeah, I think, honestly, sometimes... Uh as humans, we like to complicate things and make things exclusive and mm -hmm. things of that nature. But I think the gospel is a simple message. Yes. And I believe that getting to know Jesus is where it all starts. Um, yes. Like I said, it, it, at some point in the middle of this, um, in him, we live, move and have our being. Amen. Get to know Jesus and you can make him known as well. Um, so manage your, your, your quiet time well. Um, I think mm -hmm. I think it was Dunson in an interview. He said, "Have have a time, have a place, keep at it. The consistency, mm. consistency, the consistency in prayer, the discipline. Bruh, that, yes. God, listen, God has been shouting those two words to me: consistency <laughs> and discipline. Yes. And my dad says, um, the devil is not necessarily after um, your prayer life. He's mm. after the consistency of your prayer life. Ooh, yes, you he know? is. I can and attest so, to that. Yeah." Yeah, I think we all been there every now and then. Some season beat that's just like mm -hmm. what is happening here. <laughs> but yeah, get to know Jesus um and make him known. So do do your quiet time to be honest. <laughs> Sit down with him. Let him tell you who who you really are and let yes. him give you an assignment. Right. There's no there's no need to go the wrong direction quickly, but you can go the right way slowly with him. So 
Yes, as the psalmist says, search me, O Lord. Have time mm. for God to search you, everyone. Deep, I think the deep. searching is the hardest um, part of being mm. a Christian. Just sitting down, mm. being vulnerable with God and just having him look through that little heart of yours and all the, yeah. you know, darkness in there. He's going to bring it to light. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I love that advice. And then what would you give, you know, our more seasoned Christians? You can give them advice, too. What would you like to tell them? Yeah, I'm more seasoned ones. Um, pull on the older generation before they're gone. Oh, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's not let's not take them for granted. Remember that someone prayed for you to be <laughs> where Ooh, you wow. are. Wow. I love it's, that. It's, it's it's their shoes you're trying to fill. Get to yes, know what the shoe yes. size is, the make of the shoe, you know, and and it's their shoulders we're going to stand on. So mm. in 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 as much as, um, you know, we're gleaning from them and gaining from them, push your man of God's vision, push your woman of God's vision, because ultimately yes. if you're standing on their shoulders, the higher you get to push them, the higher you end up being as oh, well. Oh, yes, right? yes, and, yes. And, how, and God can shine through you even the more. We're, we're, we're meant to do greater and more than the next generation. So get to know um, your leadership, uh, spend time with them, get to understand the mistakes they've made so that you don't have to mm. and where they see the church going and, um, and their vision. So. That's my two cents. Oh, it was a great two cents. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Everyone spend time with our more seasoned Christians. They have a lot of gems. If you actually like they sit do. down with them, like they can tell the you stories. The stories. They can the pull stories. things from under anywhere, especially the ones, you know, that we know from Ghana. Um you know, they have a lot of stories. And if you take time, you can get a you can gain a lot of just knowledge and wisdom from them. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um where can we connect with you? Cause I know you got, you yeah. know, a single out. Please promote promote uh yeah you brought it up yeah, yeah. so <laughs> more music coming um uh, more music coming out so stay tuned hopefully later this year so yes. i'll be on instagram at ab planche a b p l a n g e asher planche music at gmail.com and then i do a lot of maybe not a lot of let me not say that but do some evangelism <laughs> stuff at the listen tract on instagram as well um so check that out there's some more details there but essentially we create tracks and uh try and help people um mm. promote the gospel and share the gospel so yeah oh, i love that i like that i like that we oh need wait an encounter. And... stop <laughs> but it. also if you're if you're in worcester massachusetts pull up to upper room family international church that's the home team too oh love and that Oh, y'all got the second branch already? Yeah, so we're opening up hopefully within a few months doing a, a relaunch. Um, wow. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Oh, congratulations to y'all. I'm so happy. Thank you, thank you. We need an encounter. I'm telling y'all, y'all need to go listen to Encounter. <laughs> it's so good. I heard it live um, at Yem, so it was good, everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been real. Thank you so much for making the time. Like I said, I might not have him again guys Stop. like man oh you're busy oh you're busy <laughs> so i may not have it again but if i do it will be such a great you know another great podcast to have mm. thank you so much and i hope you have a wonderful day and to all the listeners thank you so much for making time to listen to comfort talks tuesdays have a great day everyone thank you so much
Thanks for Bye, having Asher. me. Bye, Asher. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.